Welcome to Sapphic Survival Guide, where we're queer to answer your questions. Class is now in session. My name is Cheyenne. I'm Gina. And I'm Sev. And today we're going to be answering your questions about astrology and how it relates to, you know, sapphic culture, queer culture, sapphic dating, like my, yeah, yeah kind of my life, but let's get started. <laughs> I think it's safe to say all of us are very into astrology and maybe if you're not into astrology, I should say. This is where we're going to answer that classic question, you know, what's your sign and why do people ask that? Mm -hmm. We've mentioned it, I believe in our intro episode, but I feel like we should say like our big threes again. Yeah. So I'm a Cancer Sun, Aries Moon, Capricorn Rising. I also have a Cancer Stellium, which means that I have multiple Cancer placements. And like a lot of people just know their Sun sign when it comes to astrology, which is where the Sun was when you were born, which is Cancer for me. But you actually have like a chart where each of the planets is placed within the chart and each one like describes different facets of your life and different parts of your personality. And there's even more to that. That's like a very like basic explanation of it. But I have my Mercury and my Venus in Cancer as well, which means I'm super Cancerian, super crybaby, emotional, nurturing, protective, moody, which is basically just a synonym for... <laughs> emotional but yeah but my big three which is the sun moon and rising which will also explain what the moon and rising is because that has to do with the entire chart but my big three is cancer aries and capricorn can i tell you that after so after our first episode and you had said that you had a cancer stellium mm -hmm. i i know a lot about astrology but i was even like what does that mean? <laughs> and I knew everybody in my life would ask me like when they heard it. So I was like, yeah. well, I got to know. So I looked it up and then I got all excited because I was like, well, now I have to go through everybody I know's charts to see who has a stellium. Mm -hmm. And as a rule, I don't think you should read into someone's chart without their consent because mm -hmm. it's kind of like looking into their like phone files or something, I feel <laughs> like. But on certain astrology apps, you have the ability to add friends. And I'm going to assume if they've added me as a friend, they know I can see their chart. So, you know, I went kind of down. And I was like looking through who all had stelliums. And I ended up messaging like a bunch of people like, hey, did you know that you have a Capricorn stellium and all this stuff? And then this guy used to fuck like FaceTime me. And I was like, no, I didn't want to. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't inviting your energy back. I just wanted you to know you have a Capricorn stellium. Yeah, I just you wanted to tell you. Anything, Gina? I don't, I don't, no, but my no. uh, girlfriend has, um, I think a Sagittarius stellium. What's her, is she a Sag? Is that her sun sign? Uh, Aries. Aries. Okay. Ooh, yeah. And so fun. I am a Libra sun. And so Libra and Aries, um, mm -hmm. which we'll get into like compatibility and everything, but they're sister signs. So we're pretty balanced. And as a Libra, I love that. I am a Sagittarius moon. And then my uh, rising is a Gemini. So I'm as crazy as you think I love am. It. Love <laughs> it. Uh, I just want to like because you mentioned your girlfriend's signs, I just wanted to put it out there so people mm -hmm. know. My girlfriend has the exact same chart as me, like every single sign. No way. And rising because she was born two days after me. So our charts Whoa. are like exactly the same. Yeah. I feel like our, at least our risings are kind of compatible. She's a Libra rising and I'm a Capricorn rising. And those are like both cardinal signs, which there's like different like modalities of the signs. Like it's so much to like explain in one episode. Yes. And they're like signs are kind of defined by like water signs, earth signs, air signs, fire signs, which we know, but then there's also like modalities, which is like 
the cardinal, mutable, and fixed signs, which I could not tell you mutable and fixed, but like my big three is all cardinal. So that's why I know those ones. But yeah, I just think it's weird because we have the exact same chart. We're so similar. So many similar like experiences. That's really interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, Sev, what, do you want to say what your big three is? No, no. <laughs> I... <laughs> so I am a Capricorn sun, a Sagittarius moon, and a Taurus rising. I actually have two stelliums. One of mine is in Sagittarius. The other one is in Capricorn. So I'm very balanced with my crazy and my, um, what's, what, what could we say for Capricorn? Um, dependable, grounded. Asshole. I was going to say <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I, do, I, do I was going to some of the positive <laughs> attributes, but okay. I was going to say asshole. I always say like my Capricorn, how they play together is like my Taurus will get mad at you and will never forget it. And my Mm -hmm. Capricorn will strategically try to not ruin your life because I don't want to be a life ruiner, but it will strategically try to just do things that I know will irk you, but in a way that you'll never know that I'm doing them. I feel like that's your Sagittarius. It's kind of, that's how they all play together. Mm -hmm. It's like, I like to be sneaky, but my Capricorn can plan it. But my Taurus is the one holding the, 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 holding it in and I will do things that I know are irksome to you but if you ever said you did this to piss me off I would be the gaslight queen like what are you talking about why would you ever think that yeah my girlfriend like I said is a Taurus moon and I'm an Aries moon we're talking about how it takes a lot for her to like get angry or to like hate someone but once she does it's stuck that way she's gonna hate them forever like they're gonna be her enemy forever and for me it's like I'm gonna get really mad really fast and then I'm gonna get over it like I don't yeah I'm the complete opposite yeah so the Sag and the Cap energies they balance each other out I think because I feel like if I just had Capricorn on my chart, okay, not to hate on people that are all earth sign, but if I had Capricorn and Taurus in my big three and then like another earth sign or maybe an air sign, girl. Wait, that's really funny because specifically one of our questions that we got on this topic is what does it mean if you or your partner have all of the same element in your big three and the person who asked this i know has all our signs in their mm. big three which is why oh, they're asking wow. this question um <laughs> so like very- you're like trying to hold our tongue no i mean I like, just, I like earth signs i love earth signs i'm a cap i have my capricorn stellium capricorn is like a majority part of my chart and then my taurus rising which is kind of like balance it depends on the earth sign so like capricorns are very like hardworking and dependable and all those adjectives you described earlier virgos are very like they're all grounded signs very grounded that's what i was gonna say yeah Mm -hmm. virgos are more i feel like they're less chaotic and more organized i always say each element has all of the other elements in the signs Mm-hmm. That makes no sense, but do you no, kind of get where Cheyenne knows what I'm saying? We've talked yeah. about it. So, like, I would say that Capricorn is what would you say? Like the fire earth sign. Yeah. And oh, Taurus is more like the watery earth sign, and then Virgo is more like the air earth sign. To me, y'all, I love that. I love that analogy. It just helps like, explain. Really cool. Yeah. So that there's balance in each 
part that balances you know like yeah Libra is definitely like the water sign of the air signs I'll take that I'll take so that's how I always think of it that's why when I'm like my Capricorn was paired really well with Sagittarius just because to me Capricorn is more of the fiery earth sign just in the way that like we are not as organized as a Virgo but we're also not as laid back as a Taurus Mm -hmm. we are like work all day party all night kind of people so we have that balance of like work Wait, can I tell you a fun fact about Capricorns? Mm-hmm. Yes. So obviously, I don't have to explain this to y'all, but for the people listening, the generational planets, and they're talked about less often because a lot of the inner planets, your your sun, even your personal planets, they're a little more individual, and the generational plants tend to group large, you know, you know, generations of people. Mm-hmm. And most of millennials are Capricorn in their Neptunes. I am. And then most of Gen Z is Aquarius in their Neptune. So it's actually pretty common for a lot of millennials to have a lot of Capricorn energy and to have yeah. stelliums that are Capricorns because most millennials already have yeah. at least one in there. And if you're ever like, why is Gen Z so weird? They, yeah, they got so much Aquarius energy. Mm-hmm. They're unconventional. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. I would technically have a Capricorn stellium also, but I believe believe I could be wrong don't quote me but I believe that your rising sign does not count towards a stellium it's only like planets mm. and ah, if it does you'd have a Capricorn a Capricorn stellium and cancer stellium yes <laughs> yeah interesting most that's yeah. very balanced I am daddy and mommy <laughs> <laughs> okay so if you're listening to this and you're a little bit confused about like what the heck we're talking about don't click off just listen up <laughs> We're going to give you a little rundown of some of the planets and like what they mean, the ones that we're talking about the most, and then we'll give you a couple of little resources. So your sun placement determines your strongest personality Mm. traits. It's your conscious mind. Uh, Your moon sign is more of your emotional mind. I've always heard that the moon is who you are when you're like alone. And also I've always heard that the moon is who you become or what you tend to act like when you're drunk or under something. I can definitely vouch for that because I am Sagittarius (laughs) through and through when I am drunk. I am loud and I am fun. Anyways, so your rising sign is who you're perceived as when people first meet you. Um, It's kind of like your outside shell almost is how I think of it. Like a mask you wear. Mercury Mercury is the planet that rules communication, logic. I think kind of like the way you speak, the way you think is what I think of when I think of Mercury. Yeah, your Venus, think Aphrodite, or the love sign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, how you are in relationships, what you are attracted to, and what you attract. Beauty, yes. love, all that kind of stuff. And then Mars. Your Mars, um, it rules like desire, drive, action, aggression. So like when you need to accomplish something, that is like the energy that you take on. And then like sexually, that is the energy that you take on. I'm a Virgo Mars. So I'll just put it out there that I am a service top, which means that <laughs> I like want to be of service. I want to be like pleasure the other person. Like it's all about, it's more about them than it is about me. Like that's what I enjoy. And Virgos are like the ones that want to like help people and be of service and be perfect and do everything correctly all the time so not to brag but I am a Virgo (laughs) yeah I've seen a lot of like um the way that kind of the personal planets talk to each other I've actually seen them kind of set up in Venn diagrams because there Mm -hmm. is an overlap so your Mars and your Venus when they overlap 
that is playing into how you are sexually and Mm -hmm. romantically, which all goes into intimacy. It's not just one or the other. So it's like, you have to just take everything and realizes that it all meshes together to really create the picture of you. Yeah. Which is why we say don't judge somebody by just their sun sign. There's Mm -hmm. so much more. If I, sometimes I tell people I'm a Capricorn and they're like, oh, and then I'm like, but I'm a Sagittarius moon. And they're like, oh, okay. (laughs) It just like, there's so much more there. And if you literally just Google birth chart, the first one that pops up is the one that I pretty much use for everyone that I and like just meeting and forcing them to do their birth chart in front of me. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you just need to know your date of birth, which I'm going to go ahead and assume everybody knows their birthday, <laughs> your time of birth, which you may need to hit up somebody to look that up. And then the place you were born, which city. Yeah. Those are the basic things you're going to need to know to get your whole chart. Yeah. There's yeah. different levels, I think, of astrology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like if you're just starting off, know just your big three, that's time. the start. Yeah. And then there's l- layers after that. Like you just kind of start with the big three and work your way out as you learn. Yeah. You mm-hmm. get past that to your houses. You are in expert territory. Exactly. I don't know. I know my houses, but I still feel like a newbie. Like, I feel like there's so yeah. much to learn. All the there time. is so much. And there are so many good resources you can get if you're really into this. So many apps, so many like TikTokers uh, I follow, books, yeah. everything. Yeah. So many resources. And when you're going into it in like a dating thing, I always, when I look at like the charts of people I'm interested in, which I do quite frequently, I <laughs> make sure they send them to me, like Tinder matches. I'm like, what's your signs? <laughs> and that Mars and Venus is super important to me when I'm looking at people that I'm interested in because I need to know like how they, obviously, again, not how they are, but how they most likely are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got a question that was, how do you deal with dating someone who is super into astrology if you aren't or vice versa? Have either of you ever dealt with that? I don't think so. I think that if you're really into it and someone else isn't, don't try and like tell them like, oh, you do this because you're a Leo or, you know, like, I don't think that they always want to hear that. But I do think you can have conversations that can lead to really cool, like eye-opening characteristics Mm -hmm. about themselves if you go about it from a place of love and not like accusation. Mm -hmm. And if you're not into astrology and your partner is, just keep an open mind and be respectful and don't like take a dump all over our fun. Yeah. Yeah. I... So I date a lot of men and usually (laughs) men are not very much into astrology I remember my ex the longest relationship guy he always would just like make jokes I would say like dude your friend is such a Leo and he'd be like oh he's such and I'm like you don't uh, you don't even get it so his one friend he is a Sagittarius and I was like you know how he always goes missing every time we go out and he was like yeah I was like Sagittarius and he was like oh And, like, I would, like, give him descriptions of his friends. And he was getting it for a while, but he would still make fun of me. And, like, oh, blah, blah, blah. But it wasn't in, like, a way that was annoying or mean. Like you said, like, don't be mean about it. But, you know, people have different interests and they date all the time. Yeah, the last two people I dated before my current relationship, they both, like, weren't into astrology. And one ended up, like, kind of getting it, like, kind of understanding, kind of being into it. The other just, like, 
shit on it all the time and was so mean about it and like would mock me and make fun of me and then my girlfriend now she um is really into astrology and it's nice to be able to like have those conversations with her and like have someone who has that interest with me like it's so fun (laughs) I love it yeah yeah it's definitely so much more fun when your partner is into anything that you're into but astrology is exceptionally fun because it's all about you and them and then you together and like oh my gosh this is why this is going so well for us and yeah it's just it's just fun yeah and it's fun because you can like analyze people you know and you feel like oh your brother did that because he's such a Scorpio like you know what I mean like you can make those uh observations as well and obviously like for sure they're not like that's not always why it's not always astrology based you know what it's fun yeah and like I love cancers as a Capricorn I found that just like I don't know if I'm like a super balanced Capricorn or what but like cancers love me Cheyenne Cancer (laughs) my best friend of 10 years that I'm living with currently is a Cancer Mm -hmm. my longest relationship that I've had is a Cancer I love Cancers and Cancers love me have there been patterns in the signs that you've dated I was gonna ask you guys like are there any signs that you dated like the most or like had sex with the most I was gonna ask um because <laughs> I have a list on my phone of how many of each sign I've slept with if you oh if, my God. Like, if you want me to expose myself I will <laughs> no I've kind of had like a, a good mix I haven't officially dated that many people in my life but like I think I have a pretty pretty decent mix on my roster if I think of, of everyone I've talked to of my long-term relationships meaning like a year plus I think like three of them were Sagittarius Mm. and that's not exclusive to like a gender either Mm yeah yeah Um, my first two relationships were with Virgos or no with Sagittarius interesting my first boyfriend ever was a Scorpio and my dad is a Scorpio didn't work out very long (laughs) my longest relationship ever was a Cancer my mother is a cancer mm-hmm. <laughs> interesting how that plays out okay the last guy that I was like did uh, whatever we were he was a uh, Leo with a Gemini moon mm. and he, he, what did, he had an Aquarius rising I think mm-hmm. and there's something so toxic that I love about that chart <laughs> like I <laughs> love that chart I don't even I was know. just thinking earlier about how I my least favorite Gemini placement, like, I can do probably, like, I don't love Geminis, honestly, like, as friends, love them, to date, not so much, but, like, Gemini, Mercury, no, cannot do it, Gemini, Venus, cannot do it, I'm a Cancer, like, I want to be clingy, I want to talk about my feelings, I want to cry, I want to be I'm a Gemini rising, what do you think about, I I like Gemini rising, okay, yeah, I I like like Gemini, you can be honest, it's very funny, it's very friendly, it's, like, yeah, um, charismatic like people person social butterfly mm. I do like Gemini rising that's, that's why I do like a good Gemini moon my ex is a Gemini moon and there's something about Gemini moons that I like because I'm a Sagittarius moon and like that energy that charisma that like pulls people in can get very toxic because they just they will cover anything with their charisma like any red flag you can't see it because they're hiding it behind their Gemini green they canceled it out, you know, like color theory. <laughs> well, one of our questions is specifically what's wrong with Geminis? Why does literally every <laughs> queer woman I meet hate Geminis? And it's even funnier. I, I made a, um, a TikTok about my 
like friend, my queer friend group chat. And my one friend is very, she can be very dramatic. I love uh, them very much, but um, <laughs> they like message in our group chat. And she was like, you guys, I just went on this date, but I can't see her again. And we're like, why? And she's like, she's a Gemini. <laughs> we're all like you're I think I saw that TikTok actually. It was really funny. <laughs> and I I get it. Like I get it. She's a Pisces and now she's dating a Pisces. Gemini. So. I get the Gemini thing, especially coming from a water sign like Cheyenne. But me as a Capricorn with a Sagittarius, like I'm not very emotional and I don't care mm-hmm. to be very emotional. Like obviously it's something that it's like necessary in a relationship. So I need someone to be like emotional but my ex like barely emotional yeah like someone that will make me to be emotional but my ex has a cancer sun and a gemini moon cancer yeah they're supposed to be emotional but his gemini moon just like killed that what if someone was a gemini sun but everything else in their chart led them to be emotional that's fine yeah it could balance out and that's not just about the sun and so you can't like totally judge someone exactly "Mm, what else you got we have to look at your whole chart that's why the car facts cheyenne actually this first the first date that i went on with this guy that was the gemini moon the last one cheyenne did his birth chart because we showed up to their first date she literally (laughs) showed up her and a friend showed up to our first date and I was just like well my friends are here so I guess we're gonna hang out with them and she did his whole chart and she was like red flag but I was like but read the rest and she was like no see I'm not gonna let like astrological compatibility stop me from dating someone like the most recent relationship I had before my current one like we were not compatible at all our moons were I think and our Venus and Mars and I was like that's enough and it like wasn't enough and I'm not blaming on astrology there's like way more shit that like comes into play but there are people like Gina's friend who are like nope can't do this sign Mm -hmm. and like for me like I know an Aquarius I'm gonna be too clingy they're gonna get they're gonna push me away I'm gonna get my heart broken because they're gonna be like no you're too much for me like that's just like a repeated experience for me so I kind of know that but like if I met an Aquarius who really liked me that's not gonna stop me from like like if I were single sorry obviously but (laughs) um, I would never let uh, astrology stand in the way of that and that's why going back into kind of our questions about like compatibility if we Mm -hmm. did we say any of those yet just our uh, who our exes were (laughs) yeah so going back into like the whole topic of compatibility that's why sister signs are really good for each other because they are like the give and the take so cancers are very emotional and the other opposite side of that is that like the Capricorns aren't as emotional so to be with a sister sign is to learn from them and astrology isn't about staying fixed in who you are as a person I saw this TikTok and it was how astrology is more of like a if you look at the chart it's more of a story of your life than it is understanding of your I mean it helps to understand yourself and like points so that if you don't like them you can work on them just because I say I'm a Capricorn sun and I'm unemotional doesn't mean I can't go to therapy and I can't unravel those whatever I've got to like yeah yeah. like it doesn't mean that I can't change that if I wanted to it just means like I'm a little more wired for that yeah Yeah. in terms of compatibility I think I'm very attracted to fire signs so I've dated a lot of fire signs my one ex was a Capricorn and he was definitely the chillest person Mm -hmm. I've ever dated probably Mm -hmm. so I feel like that's super on brand but in general like I don't know 
my, my girlfriend's a Leo rising and like, yeah, there's something about confidence, man. I love a good fire sign. And I like, I have a couple, I have a lot of friends with fire sign energy. The two people that I'm living with currently, both Sagittarius moons. And then our other friend came to visit recently. She is also a Sagittarius moon. I was like, it was so me the and Sagittarius my two, moon. yeah, me and my two closest friends in high school were both Sagittarius moons. Mm-hmm. And it like kind of makes sense that we drew each other in because it's like on the surface, we're a little more relaxed, but once you get to know us, we're a little bit crazier. Mm. Yeah, totally. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that's a good spot to take a little break really quickly. Um, we'll be back to answer your questions in just a minute. Okay. And we're back. We had one question that I wanted to bring us back on that was, why do gay people love astrology so much? You guys are cool. Okay, end of story. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is a really good question, though, because I've always liked my, like, knowing my horoscope, reading my horoscope, and I've always, whenever I see Libra things, be drawn to them. But, like, the more I enter this, like, the longer I'm in the sapphic space, the more interested in it I am, the more I know about it. And I recently like reread all of my astrology books into the deep dive. And now I'm ready to read people's charts. But like, why? Why? I don't know. I'm part of the pattern, but I don't know the explanation. Like, I don't know if there's an answer. I think it's just like a thing that a lot of people like. And maybe, you know, like one of the questions that was kind of associated with this that we got was why are we trying to put more labels and definitions on people and I don't think it's necessarily that we're trying to put those onto other people as much as put those onto ourselves and understand ourselves more deeply like I feel Mm. like you know instead of just being like I'm just like everyone else like it's kind of a way to like define and understand yourself and get to know yourself better like an identity thing yeah, like, yeah, same with, like, queer identity. Like, it's not just, like, you know, it's not, like, just going with the flow, doing whatever else is doing. It's, like, defining your own gender and sexual identity for yourself. And I don't know. I feel like, personally, I like it because I didn't really have, like, a strong sense of self before. And, like, labeling myself. Like, I don't think labels are a bad thing. I think it helps us find community. It helps us, like, get to know ourselves deeply. Yeah. Um, and I feel mm-hmm. like, for me, it, like, was a way to, like, understand myself on a deeper level not necessarily like to put other people into boxes and judge people even though maybe I do judge a little bit but we're human we all judge each other like it's just a fact of life but yeah I feel like it's for me just like an understanding tool and I hope that's how it is for a lot of other people maybe other people Mm -hmm. do just use it to judge but I feel like Mm -hmm. people assume that that is what it's used for when people are like oh I hate Gemini's but like (laughs) not everyone hates Gemini's some people love Gemini's but you usually Mm -hmm. the people who are more vocal are the people who hate things than the people who love things that's just like life yeah we probably each have different signs that we love and that we hate like everyone's different Mm -hmm. and if you're Gemini and you keep saying I hate Gemini's maybe it's because you're Gemini so though like the algorithm targets that to you you know or maybe like you got burned by one gemini and then you're gonna never let it go which that's i mean that happens a lot but like yeah not realistic and i feel like those people don't necessarily like understand the intricacies of astrology and like the entire chart and how that all plays into things yeah and i think part of it too is that as queer people we are a community Mm -hmm. and maybe that's not something that binds us together like at the 
at the base of it, like all queer people have to love astrology. But maybe it's something that as the queer community grew, it kind of grew into it. And I feel like it's not just, I mean, yes, it's heavily, it's like really heavy in the queer community now, but it's also just really big everywhere. Mm-hmm. I, you know, people talk about astrology all the, my little brother, the amount of times he's asked me to explain why a girl is asking him for his birth charts and stuff. <laughs> and he dates straight girls. So, I mean, not exclusively, but like all the girls he's dated have been straight. So it's like not exclusively a queer thing. And it's something that's definitely growing in mainstream pop culture. But then again, queer people do start a lot of trends. Yeah, exactly. And I think women and like non-binary people tend to gravitate towards astrology more than men. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like cis straight men. Like I recently was at a bar and I went up to these two guys because they were sitting at a table and everyone was talking and they were just sitting there silently. And I was like, I'm going to engage with these guys. Like I'm going to bless them with my presence today. And I was like, <laughs> so what's your zodiac sign and what sign broke your heart? And then later I found out that they told one of the other girls at the table that like I was weird and like all this shit. And I was like, they're lucky I even like acknowledge them. Like, to them, yeah. Are you, like them. trying to make your night fun? Like get That's over so it. Annoying. <laughs> but I also think men. They probably didn't know I was a lesbian and, like, thought I was, like, flirting with them in front of their girlfriends <laughs> or whatever, so, uh, yeah, so I, that's what I'm gonna, like, chalk it up to, but also it just might be, like, straight men doing their sister thing. Yeah. Going yeah. back to what you said about, like, the queer community, like, coming together and, and why they all love astrology and everything, this is a very deep question that we got that I think relates to that topic and just why... Um, queer people have adapted astrology they asked is kind of a couple questions similarly do you think that queer people use astrology as a replacement for organized religion um, similarly how many of us us being queers are turning to this because the religions we were raised with have scarred us do you think that queer uh, rejection of religion increases the astrology adaption rate I think that those are fascinating questions. I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what a concept because organized religion, while can for some people have a lot of meaning as a pattern has been really harmful to the queer community. Mm-hmm. And so do you think we maybe turn to this fun, lighthearted replacement as a result? Yeah, it makes sense. Like, I haven't thought about this either. Um, So I feel like that is, like, a really deep question. And I feel like just, like, innately as humans, we try to find meaning in things and, like, make connections and have, like, a blueprint for life and, like, find the bigger picture. And I think astrology Mm -hmm. is a way to do that without, you know, any gods being involved. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it is something that can have, like we said, give you that sense of identity, can give you sort of, like, a a sense of grounding commonality plus you know <laughs> i'm not trying to be provocative but like astrology never put anybody in conversion therapy to my knowledge so right it's a little more like lighthearted when it's just like oh it's written in the stars mm-hmm. yeah and it's just like a way to exactly. relate to people and like like i said before it's fun like it's fun like if you if you don't find it fun that's fine go play field hockey I don't know whatever you're into like it doesn't bother me so I don't know why it bothers you yeah. astrology just like be like I don't want to have this conversation like I've had people come up to me at bars and like want to talk about God and I'm like I'm not talking about God I'm a witch leave me alone <laughs> like yeah. I'm like don't interact with me about that but so like mm-hmm. if someone did that to me about astrology and was like I don't want to talk about that and then like if I kept pressing they were like yo stop 
I would stop. Yeah, of Um, course. Like, it's just like my interest and what I, how I get to know people. And I was actually listening to a, no, I was watching a TikTok video the other day and someone was like, I like to ask people what they think about astrology rather than their sign because how they view astrology tells you a lot more than their sign usually um, because people don't always identify with all of the stereotypes of each sign but like whether they and like have fun with it or they're like oh that's you know garbage like it tells you like a lot about yeah. what they yeah. like, are when it comes to that and like which can mm. tell you more about who they are when it comes to other things yeah especially if they get like super defensive and upset about it and it's like I'm just having fun bro yeah (laughs) I don't know what overly emotional reactions are a red flag period (laughs) well exactly yeah but like I'm a cancer with an Aries (laughs) no but like not (laughs) like not like like when it comes to astrology yeah it's just like a lighthearted thing it's not a big deal but I have a question that's you know not on our list by any means but just I don't know. I feel like I always think of things. What do you think is the let's uh, let's just do like your sun sign. What do you think is the stereotypical like best trait and worst trait? It depends on how you take it because I think one of my best traits is my workaholicness. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to say that is not a good thing. Yeah, like well, it depends I, on how you phrase it. If you don't say workaholic, if you say you have you're determined, you have a drive. Yeah, yeah. yeah so like I think. Capricorn ambition is a really yeah. good is a really positive trait for me. A negative could probably be my anti-emotion thing, but that's kind of like all of my signs. Mm-hmm. Just don't really like being emotional and opening up to people. That's also part of my disorganized attachment. So like it all plays well together in this lovely cocktail of my brain. Yeah. What about you, Gina? For Libras a negative where we can be like overly flirtatious, which can be a good thing. We're very romantic, but I think a lot of times like Libras, like if people are like, who's your ex that hurt you? There's a good chance they're Libra. I think a good side, a good piece though. We love balance harmony. We want everybody to get along. And I think, Mm -hmm. I think that brings a lot of positive energy overall, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that could be a bad thing though. Cause I feel like that turns a lot of Libra and Libra placements into like people pleasers. I don't think that applies to like, I don't feel like I'm a people pleaser. I just feel like I'm a problem, not even problem solver, like a, res- like like a resol- I'm resolution oriented. Yeah, That makes sense. Yeah. Like that viewpoint of it. I feel it's like really good in a work environment. Yeah. Coming from a Capricorn. <laughs> I love working. <laughs> I feel like for a cancer, it's hard because like Seb said, bad things to someone might be a good thing to me and vice versa. I think to yourself, what to, what, yeah, according to yourself. I'm very nurturing. And I think that's a typical cancer injury because they're like the moms of the Zodiac. And I'm very nurturing, which also gets me into trouble because I tend to like parent people who don't want to be parented by me and I don't want to be their parent, but I just like naturally like I'm like okay I have Advil in my bag I have band-aids if you need it like did you eat a snack did you have enough water (laughs) like it's like annoying but like it is a good thing at the same time I guess and then the bad trait I'm pretty moody and I like to be in bed a lot which isn't necessarily like a super bad thing but it like can get in the way of like doing things and living my life because I just like want to be in bed all the time (laughs) just described um my ex yeah, just <laughs> loves to be in bed and moody. Um, yeah. Well, that's why I'm getting, hope you're that's why I'm getting one, a cancer. Because um, we can just be in bed all the time and then we get moody and we cry and then we're over it. Solid. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I want to ask um, 
this might be a little controversial. People might not want to hear this, but what are your favorite and least favorite signs just like in general? <laughs> um, my least favorite and dad, I'm sorry, Scorpio. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but they're just a lot. <laughs> they're very much moody and just like, they want to be edgy <laughs> so yeah. bad. And this is not to say that I hate Scorpios. They're just a bit much for me. My best friend's a Scorpio, so I don't know. I'm okay with them. We vibe. We're right next to each other on the chart. Yeah, we're, you're we're Scorpio good. moon. My best friend is a Leo with a cancer moon. No, so you're a Sag. No, I'm a Sag moon. Sag moon. Oh, for some reason, I thought you were Scorpio moon. No, Sorry. there's some Scorpio in my chart, but not, I think, like, my Venus is Scorpio. Okay. That's mm. see. Venus and Scorpio could be That's an interesting scary. sign to have. That's a scary place then to me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay favorite sign now. Favorite sign. Favorite signs. I already told y'all I love Gemini moons for some reason. Well, for the reason that I'm a Sagittarius moon and we just mesh very well. I love any fire sign. Sagittarius is love them because I'm a Sagittarius moon. I always tell people that my soulmate is a Sagittarius. If you're a Sagittarius hi um i also love leos uh and aries like i just love i just love the fire signs I, I think like i said i love fire signs as well so i don't know it's hard to like pick one favorite besides my own fire signs are the best okay i'm sorry yeah like, i don't want to literally say, are the best. they already have big egos so i don't want to say i love fire signs but i, I love don't <laughs> i love you guys and Especially Aries See, this is the thing the is time. like being an air sign, I fuel the fucking fire, yo. Like I yeah. absolutely <laughs> I don't know. I've definitely always been attracted to fire signs. I think I don't know. I don't know that I have like a like a least favorite. I mean, I feel like typically I am a little too unconventional for Virgos, but one of my best friends is a Virgo and we get along really well. I don't know. Overall, I would say maybe Virgo is my least favorite because I think they can be a little too uptight for me, but my Virgo friend is not. Right. And that's like, we're yeah, I love you, favorite. Kelly. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. My turn. Least favorite. Everyone knows I am an Aquarius hater, <laughs> mostly because they don't love me. So I'm like, love me back. So I like hate them because they don't love me, but it's fine, I guess. My favorite, I do love fire signs, love an Aries, love a Sagittarius, mm -hmm. Leo, hit or miss, but usually hit, love Pisces and other Cancers, and I love Taurus. Like, I can't choose, um, but also I just want to say, I don't know if you're going to keep this part in, but when I mentioned that I had my list of the signs that I've had sex with, I'm like missing like eight people for some reason, but the only sign I have not had sex with is Pisces. I haven't, I haven't looked at my roster to see if I've covered all the signs, <laughs> but now I've got homework, so. Yeah, now you have homework yeah. to tell me. For me, it, I've mostly hooked up with like Sages, Cancers, and Virgos, I believe are like the top. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta up my numbers. <laughs> how, uh, how do you think, I mean, one of the questions that we got specifically was are Scorpios and Aries really that bad for each other which I don't know if I even agree with that but what do you think determines compatibility between signs overall okay first of all the Scorpio and Aries relationship terrifies me <laughs> why like, that is scary why like it seems like it that's, could be all, that's toxic even and like with me and I have an I have an Aries moon I dated kind of mostly had sex with her for four months and all we did was like have sex and fight <laughs> she was an Aries and I feel like Aries and Cancer that was kind of volatile so like I feel like I don't know Scorpio 
Scorpios, I would imagine that they would just repress theirs, as I feel like, and then it would like lead into a bigger explosive fight down the line, if that makes sense. But obviously everyone's different. So like, I can't say for sure that like you could be an Aries and be in a relationship with a Scorpio and it's like perfectly peaceful. But the cautionary tale is that there's a lot of fire. Like, not there's a lot there's of, there's a lot of anger potential or fighting, fighting potential. Yes. Anger I, would be I the world. So. Okay. Well, how do you determine if your if your signs are compatible? I would say Typically, air and fire signs are compatible. So air, if you don't know, Libra, Aquarius, Gemini, fire, Leo, Sag, uh, Aries. And then the water signs and earth signs are typically compatible. So water is Cancer, Pisces, Scorpio. Earth is Virgo, Capricorn, Taurus. So those are typically compatible. Usually, like, intermixing those isn't great. Um, The sister signs, like Sev said, um, like Cancer and Capricorn are sister signs. They're opposite signs. It's like Aries and Libra. Taurus, I believe, is Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gemini and Sag, Cancer and Capricorn. Just like go all the way around and you can kind of figure that out. I think like cardinal signs are all uh, compatible with each other and then the mutable signs and then the whatever the other word is. I think yeah. Um, so I think those ones are compatible. I feel like typically you're not super compatible with like the sign before or after yours. Like I feel like I'm not super compatible with like Gemini or Leo, but I feel like some people might say you are. And it's all like comes down to like a matter of like opinion for certain things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, what makes compatibility. Yeah, and it's all how you feel. So like certain people just might be like, this is what I'm looking for in a partner compared to other mm-hmm. people. It doesn't mean you're not going to mesh well if you're not sister signs or anything. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's like not going to work makes sense yeah yeah it just might be a little bit like a little less like intuitive flowing Mm. like energy yeah and so yeah it all depends on what you want and it all depends on how you feel and it's like your life so and like as a whole chart too you know exactly yeah there's like way more um that can like define compatibility like your rising sign is your first house and your descendant is the house opposite that and like that's supposed to be compatible for you so whatever's the opposite of like your rising sign and then like mm-hmm. like I've heard before that if you have like compatible sun and rising signs that's good or sun and moon signs like those are like good things to look for with another person but it like yeah. takes a lot of like time and effort to like kind of figure out how all that works and again beginners just figure out your sun moon and rising and kind of go from there because it has taken me a long time to learn what I know and I still feel like I know nothing yeah (laughs) Um, like there's so much to learn yeah exactly I think we covered so much today yeah that it's gonna be so much info yeah and that's the thing is that we've I feel like we've really we could have gone on and on and on we really only scratched the surface yeah I think we did a good job I think we did well I think we did really well (laughs) All right, so well, as always, we are here to answer your questions. So you should follow us on all of the socials at Sapphic Survival Guide everywhere except for Twitter, Twitter which is Sapphic Survival. Mm-hmm. And you can also email us Sapphic Survival Guide at gmail.com. Your question, email your questions there. You can DM any of us personally. Um, and if you want to, you know, see more of the show, you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Sapphic Survival Guide. And if you like our podcast, you should let all of your queer friends know about it, but also you should let your straight friends know so they don't ask you stupid questions like, how do lesbians have sex? Or like, 
who's the man in the relationship just like refer them to this podcast and you know we'll get maybe we'll do like an episode on like dumb questions straight people ask us all the time Um, send them to us we will answer them yes yeah we will answer them that way that resource yeah you don't have to be (laughs) yeah and if you haven't caught on by now all of our questions are anonymous whether you send them with your name attached or not we don't put any um we don't we don't really know names names or anything so full anonymity is that a word anonymity (laughs) i found i sound like nemo in finding nemo (laughs) and then um, i'm and then i'm an anonymity yeah okay so full anonymity and if you want to connect with me, I am at seven dot months on Instagram. That is all spelled out. Um, I'm at seven months on Twitter and on TikTok. I'm lucky Seb. If you want to follow me, Cheyenne, you can find me at hot Mespian on pretty much any social media network you can think of. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you can find me on Instagram at Gina Finio, on uh, TikTok at Bisexual Gina, or you can go to my website, GinaFinio.com. And you can also listen to my other podcast at um, Hello Pod on all socials. And we're recapping Jersey Shore. So go check that out. Class is now dismissed. <laughs>